Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we talk about how to use mobile user acquisition strategies to grow your app quickly and capital efficiently. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shamant Rao, mobile growth leader and founder and CEO of the mobile growth consulting firm, Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile user acquisition that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. My guest today is Steve P. Young. Steve is the founder and CEO of AppMasters. Steve is one of the best-known experts on ASO in the world today, and he has had many, many apps kickstart their organic growth. He's also the host of the very popular App Masters podcast and their YouTube channel. Something that Steve is also very, very good at is getting his clients featured by Apple. This can often be a game changer for an app and can result in thousands of downloads. In this interview, Steve breaks down his process and gives us the inside track on exactly how to pitch Apple for a feature. I'm very excited to welcome Steve Young to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks, Shamath. Thanks for having me here. Sorry, I'm a little bit more casual so, than I usually am. It's all good, Steve. It's all good. I've you know, seen and admired so much of your videos, your podcasts for such a long time. So it's indeed an honor to have you here today. And we're going to talk about how to pitch an app for featuring to Apple, right? which is something you are very much a pro at. You've helped very many apps get featured by Apple. Let's start with some of the basics. Before an app developer actually wants to pitch to Apple, how should they prepare? Yeah, I think the best thing, so the difference, Shamoth, in we've gotten about 32 as of this recording clients featured by Apple, and that's across the board in terms of like games, non-games, and so forth. But I think the biggest thing is Apple is very editorial, where the difference is between Google and Apple are Google is more algorithm-based and Apple is very editorial. So they want to see a beautiful app. And so I think if you're a game, here's what I say is it's easier to get a new game feature than it is an updated game, unless you're one of the big game publishers out there. And so if you're a game, you know, do that soft launch, make sure you're all ready, but pitch Apple before you're about to launch. Now, if you're a non-game, then you want to make sure you pitch them whenever you have a really big update, because you have many opportunities for that. That's what we've sort of seen. And with the game, there is a pre-order launch feature too. So new and upcoming games that you can potentially get featured. So I always say, put it in pre-order mode, try to get featured during the pre-order mode. And we've got one of our clients get featured in that pre-order section. And that drove about 8,000 downloads before they even launch. And so I think the one thing you should know besides just when to actually pitch is also making sure that you have the proper designs. Like I am brutally honest Shamoth, with a lot of my clients and say, look, I know you want this, because everybody wants this, but at the same time, like your designs just aren't up to par to what Apple is going to feature. And so get the app icons right, get the in-app graphics right, and then make sure you have stunning screenshots because that's what's really going to be important. And obviously incorporating a lot of the new Apple features is going to be very important. And 
I'll give you a very micro tip. A friend of mine told me is if you have incorporated any of the newest iOS features, so for this instance, iOS 13 with dark mode or anything related to that, then have it in your screenshots, right? Make a beautiful screenshots and talk about the newest iOS features that you've incorporated in your app. And that can lead because, you know, Apple is always reviewing apps that can lead to a sudden feature without you having to actually pitch Apple. So it sounds like because Apple is a very editorial-driven process, the aesthetics matter so much in your pitch, in your screenshots, in everything you do, basically. And when you say pitch Apple, what does that pitch process typically look like? Yeah, so what we do are a couple of things, and I'll give you the most effective ones first. So obviously, there's a form called appstore.com slash promote. You should fill out that form. On that form, Apple usually recommends six to eight weeks before you launch. If you're a non-game, then it's six to eight weeks before a big significant launch. And I don't think Apple is too strict on that. But if you're a game, definitely pitch them six to eight weeks before you're about to launch as well. So that's one thing. And the other thing that we do is we also cold email an app store manager. Now this hasn't been, this is still effective. We actually had three Apple features in October, 2019. And one of our clients did a a very great email where he was trying to build rapport. And so when you cold email somebody, like it is very important to know a little bit something about that person. And so what we do is we do a lot of deep research to try to figure out what commonalities the client the app developer has with this app store manager. So a specific example is in October, a client of ours, we found the person, we did everything, we came up with five different subject lines, but he changed the subject line from one Midwesterner to another. And he talked about where he grew up and how he found out that here's where she grew up. And they made that relation, that instant bond. And she immediately replied and she said, hey, you know, I'm going to forward this on to my team and let them know. And he ended up getting that feature. And so it is... The cold email strategy still works. It's just people suck at it. And so the key to this is trying to build some rapport with that before you do that cold pitch. And the last thing I'll mention is we do put presentation together. So just like you would do for a VC or you know raising some funds, we put a presentation together that talks about the app, some key features. We make it look really beautiful. And I think that distinguishes a lot of the different pitches because it means that you're taking this really seriously. And that's what we obviously do for each and every single one of our clients. And within that appstore.com slash promote, there's a spot where you can add three links. One's obviously to a video, one's to your website. And that last is a bitly link to that Apple presentation that we create for our clients as well. So this is a fairly elaborate but also very intentional process that you have to undertake. And I'm curious though, when you say it's cold email, Apple business development managers, there are a lot of them out there. And you said you're trying to identify commonalities, build rapport. How do you find who the right person is at Apple? Because just, just because there's just so many of them out there. Yes, a great question. And what we do is, Essentially, there's an easy process, right? You go to go on LinkedIn, you go app store, and then you filter those searches for people and then people in at that work at Apple. And then the key thing is your home developer country. So most of our app developers, I'll say 50, 50, 
It's 50% of our are in the U.S. and 50% are international. And so if you're international, find somebody in your home country, your developer country. What I found, Shermoth, is actually it's easier to get in front of those international app store managers because I'm sure the U.S. app store managers are being bombarded. Now, if you are in the U.S., you have to know that the international people, they just usually have one app store manager or a few app store managers for the entire categories. But for the U.S., there's different categories. There's actually app store managers for games. There's app store managers for different categories. There's going to be a lot if you're finding people in the U.S. And so you want to find somebody for your specific category. And then hopefully you find somebody that you have some common interest in as well. So you look on LinkedIn and see, hopefully, hey, I'm promoting a fitness app. Is there anyone at Apple with fitness-related interests? Or maybe they even mention on the profile that I manage the fitness category. Is that what you look for? Totally. Right. Yeah. What's the typical designation at Apple that you typically look for? That's it. It's categories. So okay. it's categories, and then hopefully you have some commonalities with that person. Gotcha. So that, that's the main thing I try to look for is find the right person. And then, you know, sometimes we try to vary it up because obviously we're not trying to pitch to the same person over and over. So maybe you look for an app store editor. Maybe you look for an app store writer because with Apple usually is that they'll forward it on to the rest of it. And for the international people, my clients, they always say, you know, I want to be featured in the U.S. I'm like, don't worry. If you reach out to somebody in India or anywhere else, Canada, don't, they're going to forward it on to the rest of the countries. Right. And so we've gotten people featured in Australia first, in the U.K. And then the cool thing that I try to do is we try to leverage that feature to hopefully a U.S. feature because that's going to be the biggest one. But start out with your home country first and then try to like I say, level up to the U.S. maybe. Right. And you, know, you spoke of a cold outreach email. You said, look, building the rapport is super important. What are some of the other components of that cold outreach email? So keep it super, super short. I try to come up with different subject lines. So I have five subject lines and different templates. One of my favorites is, and the easiest one is, I'll give you two of my favorites. One is product A meets product B equals your product. So Uber meets weed. I don't know, but like something like that. Right. And then the other one is social proof. And then we use this for one of our bigger clients, but essentially we say CBS plus Star Trek launches an app. And the game publisher had worked with both these companies to put together an amazing app. And that got a lot of press. And so when you lead with social proof, people are more willing to open it. And then the obvious other one that I use an example for is something about that person. I actually pitched and called a app store manager in Canada. I said, you met Tony Hawk? And what I did from off was I looked on his Instagram and I just scrolled all the way back because I tried to find... You like not just so recent. So I kept scrolling, kept scrolling. And I was like, wow, this guy met Tony Hawk. And so that was my subject line. And he opened the email. I was like, Steve, yeah, we did blah, blah, blah. And so it shows like, it just means more to that person when you know that person a little bit more. And he was more receptive. Like he wasn't like, thanks for the cold email. He was like, yeah, I met him. You know, like it's a very more welcoming reply than just like, okay, I'll forward it on type of thing. Sure. To get super tactical about this, for the folks that you work with do you send the email out do you recommend the founder sends out somebody on the team send out what do you typically recommend totally the founders so all 32 apps are features one is my app but always the founder does everything so we prepare everything for the founder and i say look 
I want you, Shamoff, to have that relationship with the App Store manager because one of our other clients, past clients, they've gotten many features even after we've been done working together. Like it's a game publisher. He's gotten tons of apps featured after we've been done working together. And so I think it's always key, even when you're pitching the press, to it just means more when you're hearing it from the founder than just hearing it from some PR or marketing guy. And so keep that email short have a video, include that presentation in there. Those are the key components and have a nice little opening sentence about the person. Indeed. And you did mention, Steve, that with Google, the process is more algorithmic. What can a developer do to influence that process favorably, if anything at all? Yeah, I don't speak about Google too much, Shamoff, because I try to speak about things that I've actually had success on, not just things I've read, unlike other people. But with Google, what I've heard from others is that you can still pitch in Google Manager, just like the LinkedIn strategy. So the same sequence applies. Look for somebody in Google, do a cold email. What Google generally do is based on some of the metrics, like your retention, your growth, your crashes, they're going to probably just feature you. They do have a form. I don't have that form handy, but they do have a form and it's very secretive. So I don't actually just show everybody the form, but essentially they do have a form where you can fill it out and try to get that featured. We just haven't been very successful trying to get a Google Play feature because most of our clients want the Apple feature, but it's not that we haven't tried. We just we have tried for our clients. We just haven't been successful on the Google side of things. But that's just what I've heard from a lot of people who have been featured when we exchange different tips and stuff. They said, look, it's very much algorithm based. And then you can cold email. Like one of the clients I've talked to said he cold emailed the Google Planager and it worked for him. So, you know, those same, same strategies still work. So it sounds like it's still a harder challenge to get in front of Google than it is for Apple. For me, it is. I don't know for others, but definitely for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've worked with a very big publisher in the past, and we had a direct line of contact into both Google and Apple. And certainly that comes just because you're spending that kind of money on your apps. You just get direct line, you know, direct contact. Understandably, that's not possible for everyone. Were you able to get that feature too? Yeah, we we did get it featured. Nice. There's somebody at Google whose job is to talk to us. So... Yeah, you know, in some ways, it's not that difficult if you're a very big publisher. Also, I'm curious, though, let's assume a developer pitches Apple, gets featured. How can they capitalize on it and make the most of this featuring? Yeah, I just posted a video today about this kind of comparing to my favorite campaign, Growth Hack versus the Apple feature. It hasn't been as huge from an Apple feature perspective. And so I think... The best way to capitalize it is obviously add it to your screenshots, like having social proof in your screenshots. I have stats that say, look, they do improve it. We've doubled downloads for some of my clients just by adding that screenshot. So the fact that you've been featured means something to people who are just browsing the app store and they're going to lead to an increase in conversion. So definitely add it to your screenshots. If you're thinking about press, you know, I do think that it becomes a valuable piece of social proof that you can utilize. And so when you're reaching out to those reporters, say, hey, I've been featured by Apple, we're featured by Apple and things like that. And so to capitalize on that and then any type of big marketing pushes that you have, because your visibility is going to be huge. And so if you've got a marketing spend, if you're working with rocket ship and you've got a paid marketing budget that you're going to go crazy on. That's when you start really fueling the fire with that because you're leveraging everything, right? You're trying to make a, a bigger domino effect and a bigger wave because you've got this free 
press and free downloads through Apple. Yeah. So it's not uh, featuring as an end in itself. There's so much more you can get out of it just by leveraging it for your paid marketing, for your PR. And I think that's not very obvious to a lot of people. But you're right that you can go a longer way than just Apple feature in of itself. Yes, Steve, are there any other things that you would recommend that developers looking to pitch Apple be thinking about or have on their minds? There's one last tip that I'll give you, and that is to attend WWDC or the Google Developer Conference. And what I try to do, now speak to more on the WWDC side, which is the Apple Conference, is I try to meet with all the App Store managers. So there are workshops that you can sign up for through the app on the day of, and you just try to meet with every single app store manager that you can. And guess what I'm doing? I'm actually showing off the apps. And so I did this personally myself in 2016. I had a client of mine do it in 2017, and then another one in 2018. And guess what, Shmoff? They all got a feature. And so the two clients of mine, they actually had game of the day and app of the day. And one of my clients, she got like a photo shoot and everything. It was freaking amazing. But that's what you try to do because what you're trying to do is then meet with them. They're not going to give you their email, but I say, I always tell every client, I say, look, find their names. Just make sure you remember their names. And what we're going to do is say, Hey, Shamoff, it was great meeting you at WWDC. Thanks for all your feedback. Here's what we've done. We've incorporated your feedback and now we're ready to launch. And guess what? Because you came to the event, because now there's a face to the app, there's a name to the app, you're more likely to get that app store feature as well. So definitely attend those events. They're pretty expensive, but they are worth it. If you feel like you've developed a really good app, it looks great. And then Two, it's worth that investment to really show it off and put it in front of somebody because once they give you feedback, they feel like they own a piece of the app too. Like, oh my goodness, this person really listened to me. And now they're more likely to give you that feature because you incorporate some of their feedback. Absolutely, Steve. And that's, again, one of those things that isn't very obvious to very many people. That makes absolute sense. Especially since getting a feature has such huge, huge, huge upside for any developer that can make it. Uh, there's tons of installs. And like you said, there's tons of press and credibility that comes with it. And you, of course, are the man who helped so many people get featured. I will, of course, link to your website in the show notes and our transcript. But Steve, it's been an honor having you. Thank you so much for being on the Mobile User Acquisition Show. Thanks, Shamoff. It's been amazing. Thank you for always keeping in touch. And I wish you continued success, my friend. Absolutely, sir. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.